Hello and welcome to another episode of the Live Immediately podcast with Mike Campbell. Thank you so much for listening. I'm actually mixing it up a little bit in this episode as my good friend Jeff Sanquist, who I met when my family and I had our little adventure over in North America, is taking on the hosting duties. I interviewed Jeff way back in way, way, way back in episode one for the Live Immediately podcast. So I guess it makes sense that Jeff is my first co-host. I was on a Skype call with Jeff the other day and he suggested that he guest host an episode of my podcast and interview me for it. I had no idea what questions he was going to ask and it is quite free flowing. Jeff starts off with, a fast 20 question game to get to know me a little bit more and then he dives into this notion of fun and fun is a big component of my life and my personality and it's something that Jeff and I have been discussing a lot lately with each other and even though fun has been part of my DNA for a long time it was Jeff who raised it with me and really got me thinking about fun in a different way. Some key takeaways from this episode would be to start things with no expectations. So whatever happens is going to be great and surprising. And to intentionally look for fun in everything that you do. This was a fun episode to record. And I'm really thankful to have people like Jeff in my life who try to pull the best out of me and get me thinking about things in a different way. I am sure you're going to find out some new things about me. And I hope you look and create a bunch of fun in your day today. I hope you enjoy my first guest host, Jeff Sanquist. Hey, hey, this is Jeff, and welcome to episode, actually, wrong podcast. Mike, how's it going? I'm very well, mate. How are you doing? I am doing well. I am excited to be guest hosting your podcast right now. Thank you, Jeff. And for everybody who is listening, Jeff kind of came to me with this idea where he would co-host my podcast. And I was like, bring it on. Let's see what happens. But if you haven't listened to the very first episode, I actually interviewed Jeff for the Live Immediately podcast. So I will link to that in the show notes um, because it was a great conversation. And Jeff is actually one of the great little gems that uh, friendships that I have received through um, the beautiful journey of life that I've had over the last couple of weeks. So I'm super excited to see where this ends up, Jeff. Me too, me too. I think you said last couple of weeks, but I think it's been last couple of years, right? <laughs> That's true, true. Life does go quite fast, but yeah, over the last few years. Thanks, mate. <laughs> so yeah, Mike and I, we thought it would be fun to do a little a little guest host episode as we've been uh, talking and, and brainstorming. And Mike and I both like to I guess, uh, philosophize a little bit when we, when we have our, our chats, uh, I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota, well, St. Paul, Minnesota, but regardless, I'm halfway across the world. And in fact, we actually had a little snafu earlier because, uh, we have daylight savings time here. So I'm just glad that this chat is actually happening. And, uh, it's, it's probably going to be a lot looser, I'm guessing already than the typical chat. And the topic that I, we thought we wanted to talk about was, or that we're going to talk about is just having fun. And that is something, Mike, that I have associated with you from the get go. It's in your, your tagline, you know, 
live immediately and make sure you're having fun. It's always in your emails. So I thought it would be great if we could talk some about all this topic of fun. So ready to go? I, I am ready. And I must start, you know, I have no idea what is coming. So this will this will be exciting. But fun has been something that, um, you know, is a big part of my life. So we'll uh, see what happens. And, and hopefully it will be fun. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I think both of us uh, really actually like to plan a little bit more than we're probably doing right now. And uh, when I was doing my podcast, I definitely scripted it out a little bit more than this. So this could be the best podcast we've done together yet, or this could potentially be a huge train wreck, but I'm totally okay with whatever happens here. Let's rock and roll. So I want to start off with uh, some questions, you know, kind of like get to know you questions for myself as well as people that are listening. And uh, I thought we could make it a, a little bit of a, a game and set a timer and see how, how quickly you can get through these questions so that I don't want you just sitting there pondering, you know, which is your answer and which is the right answer. Just go with whatever your, your gut tells you. So are, are you good with that? Let's do it. All right. Well, let me uh, let me set a, a timer here. All right. Are you ready to go? Sure am. Let's do it. What is your middle name? John. Did you let a strange man you met on the internet take you into the sewers of Minneapolis <laughs> the very first time you met him and bring your family? Yes, I am so glad that you did that, Jeff. It was brilliant. <laughs> uh, what did you think you wanted to be when you grew up when you were a kid? Oh, that's a that's a tough one. I think when I was really little, probably some kind of school teacher, maybe. Do you have any nicknames? If so, what are they? Yeah, people usually call me Junior or Mikey. Junior. Yeah. Mikey. I like it. Weirdest or most unique uh, job you've ever had? Oh, I've had some really cool jobs, actually. But the weirdest one was probably putting in curtains... So at the Athletes Village um, for the year 2000 Sydney Olympic Games. Weirdest or most unique experience you've had? Oh, I've had some great experiences. Um, I was fortunate enough to be on the Young Endeavour for 10 days when I was about 22. And the Young Endeavour is a replica of the Endeavour which Captain Cook sailed and discovered Australia, um, depending which history book you read, he discovered it. But um, it was, the Young Endeavour was a bicentenary present that England gave Australia in 1988 uh, for our bicentenary. And um, it was given to the Navy and it was kind of like a leadership thing. And uh, yeah, so I did that when I was about 22, traveling from Tasmania, which is that island Underneath Australia, it's actually a state, but it's part of us, um, all the way over to Melbourne across Bass Strait for 10 days. So, yeah, that was really cool. That is cool. Remember that the object of the game is to do this quickly, Mike. You're failing. <laughs> Sorry. I'm thinking of my answers really quick. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Lunch. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite animal? Oh, dogs. I knew you were going to have a hard time with that one. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Mac or PC? Mac. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Favorite food? Japanese. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Now. Pen, pencil, markers, or crayons? 
pen, but I have terrible handwriting. Movie or book? Movie. One person that has made a huge positive impact in your life? Oh, man. My mom and dad, that's two people. That's a tough one, one book, buddy. One book that's made a huge positive impact on your life. Like recently, I'd have to say it would be The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Who would win in a boxing match, you or a kangaroo? Kangaroo. One person, alive or dead, you would love to interview on the podcast? Ha, oh, dude. Holy Nelly, I don't really know. That's a that's a really tough one. Um, hmm. I don't. There's like no one big. I just love chatting to everybody. I don't know, man. All right, something very few people listening to this would know or be surprised by. Um. What was the question again? Something, something that, something that not many people listening to this would know about you or be surprised by. I'm a pretty open book. I teach kids how to swim at the moment, but I don't think that's really surprising. I think everyone knows that I love kids. Any tattoos? Yeah, I have two. One on my right shoulder, uh, which I got in Sweden when I was a youth exchange student there, and I have one on my lower forearm, which is why not in Swedish, but I got that one in Sydney. I was really hoping you were going to say it's on your lower back. Nah, I don't have a tramp stamp. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> uh, favorite season? You know what? In Australia, it is summer, but when I, when I was in America, it was autumn by far. You know what? It's probably autumn all around because autumn's still quite warm here. So I'd, I'd go with the autumn. Pet peeves? Like when people have a problem and you kind of give them maybe 10 solutions and then they come back two weeks later with the same problem and they haven't kind of tried out any of your solutions. And it's not that I think that I have all the solutions. I just think that if, if you're not going to try to change, then you can't complain about how things are. Favorite sport? Baseball. Favorite type of music? Country music. That might be a surprising one for that a lot of people. That is a surprise, actually. That, that blows my mind. Yeah, considering I spent 10 years in the music industry, I absolutely love country music, and Inga absolutely hates it. Yeah, uh, we can't be friends anymore, and I'm hanging up. <laughs> favorite favorite type of game or fun activity? Uh, I just love the beach. I dig holes at the beach by myself, and then kids just come <laughs> up. I love doing that. Any broken bones or stitches? I broke my my right heel like three weeks before we went on our big trip over to America. Favorite place you've traveled? Oh, that is a tough one. I've I've been our trip to America was just so, so amazing. So I have to say that. Guilty pleasure? Oh, I do like beer. Even though we did dry February, and that was a pretty big game changer for me. But I still love beer. Something still on your bucket list? I think my bucket list is completely full. I really want to go to Alaska is a place that I'd love to go and visit. And I'd also really enjoy going to Antarctica. Silliest fear? Silliest fear that I'm going to make a spelling mistake in front of people if I draw on a whiteboard. Plane, train, automobile, boat, or something else? Boat. 
dragon, unicorn, dragon riding a unicorn, or unicorn riding a dragon? <laughs> Where did you get these from? <laughs> from my mind. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm get, I'm going to go with just a unicorn. Are you related to Crocodile Dundee? No. Should we put another shrimp on the Barbie? We should always put another shrimp on the Barbie. We actually call them prawns over here. Does Jeff still have ridiculous stereotypes of Australia and Aussies stuck in his head? Most definitely. All right. That is all the questions that I have for you. We did that in about seven minutes. Uh, I don't know what the rules of the game were that we were playing. I did a horrible job of setting it up, uh, but I think I think you won. Let's just go with you won. I'm happy with that. Beautiful. So that actually transitions a little bit into what I what I really want to spend the rest of our time talking about, and this is the idea of having fun. Like I said at the beginning, I associate you with fun. I've experienced fun with you, having uh, been able to spend some time uh, in in real life together uh, and on the road, etc. And I would say that I don't really consider myself to be a very fun person, Mike. I really don't. I've been told by other people that I am, but it's not really a word that I associate with myself. So I'm curious, have you always been fun or is this something that has changed and grown throughout your life? I think I've deliberately tried to be fun. You know, there, I'm sure there are some people maybe when I was growing up that might have considered me, not the class clown, I'm sure there are other guys funnier than me, but if, if I can make someone laugh, I'm definitely going to do that. And I try to you know, I guess, you know, fun and optimism and things like that. I, I really do try to be in good spirits, you know, that obviously doesn't happen all the time. Um, but yeah, I think I've been quite fun. And I think a lot of that might have to do with, you know, the way that my parents brought me up where you could kind of, they didn't really judge me on anything and, and let me go out there and try things. Um, so, yeah, but I, I, I also love that feeling when people are laughing, you know, that makes me feel really good. But it's really interesting that we're, we're on this fun topic because even though it's been, you know, I guess, part of my DNA for so long, you actually really highlighted it for me like recently. And, and this whole kind of fun conversation has come up because I was reaching out to you and bouncing some ideas off you for... Um, the event that I hosted here in my hometown of Newcastle a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, Oh, what about this, Jeff? And I was going to talk about this and, and your feedback to me was just like, Mike, just have fun with it. And you know, you're this fun guy and that's your, that's your thing. That's what kind of sets you apart from other people. And I had never thought about it that way because I often struggle going like, what is my thing? Like I look at Inga and she's this, amazing illustrator and I'm like babe you've you've got a thing like you have this skill and people always say to me oh Mike you're great with people and blah 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 and I'm like yeah but I can't I can't like create that and I think when you said Mike just have fun and and make sure people there have fun it really changed the way that I delivered that that talk and the things that I brought into that talk, like one of the big things that I spoke about was the fun that Inga and I had going through our purging process. And that's one of the things that people like since the event have kind of reached out to me that have been doing it with people saying, Mike, you're so right. This is fun. And we, we made it fun. And, and it was really interesting. Like you are the one who kind of 
highlighted that for me, even though it might have been part of my my own DNA. So that's a really long-winded <laughs> answer to your question, but um, but yeah. So you have always been fun. Is is the the moral of the story? Yeah, I think so. I try to be. I'm sure there are some people that might know me that go really, but no. I think to be honest, I have. I think it's the the kid of me that that doesn't like want to grow up, and and that can be a blessing. It can also be a curse. Like there are times when I know I kind of let that that funness, or it could even be potentially immaturity. Um, out that it it doesn't work in my favor, but that's cool. You know, I'll chuck a hundred things at the wall, and if and if ninety funny things stick, then I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, I think that you know, you and I have similar but opposite. You know, it's like I tend to gravitate more towards serious more of the time. And so I have to be much more intentional about being fun, but it's always a positive, you know, it's usually a positive thing for me. And it sounds like you have kind of the opposite where it's like, you're naturally very fun. And maybe sometimes you need to dial it back to be a little more serious at times. Uh, 100%, you know, that, and I think that seriousness kind of comes with age, but I, I do try to kind of make sure seriousness is on a tight leash because there's there's so much seriousness in all of our lives that no no one ever goes you know what I just I just need some more seriousness but there are so many people that say I just need some more fun but fun is it will in my makeup fun is a really easy thing to find you can find anything that is fun and if not just start smiling and then whatever you're doing is fun and I know that sounds really weird but it is it is a a great thing that I often do, but I must say, like if Inga was here, she would go. He calls it fun. I call it annoying. So there is elements of that. I think sometimes that my funness could be kind of like concentrate, where it's 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 maybe good in small doses, um, but it's also who I am. Like you know, before in one of the twenty questions when you're asking, you know, what would people find surprising about me? I'm I'm pretty open. And, and I've always been like that. I've kind of been a take it or leave it kind of guy. And I know when sometimes people meet me, I can rub people the wrong way. And it might be maybe months down the track where they go, okay, now I get him. Now I get what Mike's about. But see, I never change. People have to change their thought about me or we go our separate ways. What do you, what's your definition of fun? I guess, I don't know if you, if you have a definition of fun, but why I ask this is because this is something that my wife, Laura and I talk about quite a bit because I, neither of us are really that fun. So I don't know what, what business we have being together. We're just really boring all the time. But the, the, the idea behind it is that the things that we tend to find fun to us that we feel are fun are not generally stereotypical things that are fun. Like we're not interested in going out to the bar. We're not really interested in going to a sporting event or not really into concerts or like, you know, some of these things that I guess have more of a, a mass appeal to fun or that a lot, a, a wider variety of people may say are, are fun things. You know, for us, it's like going to a coffee shop and reading a book or going for a walk or whatever. So I'm curious of what what do you, how do you define fun? What is fun for you? And then 
how do you balance that within your, your life of not getting caught up with, or maybe this isn't a problem for you, but like for us, it's like, sometimes we feel like we should be doing certain things because they're supposed to be fun. And yet they are not fun for us at all. And so we've had to really get comfortable with accepting what we find to be fun as truly fun. Yeah. I think for me, it's not so much the thing that I'm doing. It's more about that mindset that I go in there. And I reckon the best thing is if you don't have any preconceived ideas, like I know that I've gone to, let's say a concert or a party and you're like, man, this is going to be the best ever. And it never, it never hits those kind of expectations. But then times when I've gone to something and I have no idea what it's about and I go there and I'm like, man, I didn't know any of these people in the room, but I had such a fun night. And so that's what I try to do is really kind of start things with no expectations. So whatever you get is going to be great. Like not saying that I, I'm walking in melancholy going, everything is going to suck. So as long as something's good, then it's better. It's more about just kind of going in there neutral and more times than not, I'm going to find something fun about it. And and that's the other thing. Like I intentionally look for fun things. Like I teach swimming and I have so much fun doing it, but there are some kids that I teach that are really painful, but I just don't kind of focus on that part. I really then focus on like the other kids that are really making me laugh. And those kids that are painful, they're like, well, hold on. If I want Mike's attention, I've got to be acting in a certain way. Um, but yeah, but like if you're talking about things that I really enjoy doing, it is, you know, going to the beach, spending time outdoors. Um, you know, there's, they're not super exciting things. Um, I also, and this is maybe why Inga, this could be another thing that could surprise people, but you know, I, I sometimes usually in the morning when I, cause I'm kind of full of energy. Um, I'll start and I love, um, this, this is so weird. I can't believe I'm going to talk about this. I, I quite like musicals and Inga hates musicals and, but I will sometimes talk to her just in a musical. This can go on for like half an hour where I am, <laughs> I'm just singing to her and I find that hilarious and Andy will join in. And like after like 15 minutes or five minutes, Inga's walking out of the room and she thinks when she comes back in 10 minutes time, I'm like over it, but I will keep on doing that. But that's <laughs> fun for me because I don't know why it just kind of makes me, makes me laugh. But, um, but yeah, for me, the, the fun stuff, it's really about energy levels. So if, if, if I go somewhere and I can increase somebody else's energy levels and increase my own energy levels, then that to me has been like a fun engagement. Um, but then I can also on the flip side of that, like really enjoy chilling out and watching a great, a great movie as well. How, how have things changed? You brought up Andy. How have things changed as far as fun goes? I mean, kids are just naturally fun. They're, they're looking to have fun all the time, or at least most of the time. How has having a kid of your own changed your fun? And also with your more recent changes within the last year, especially your, your travels and such, how has that changed your experience or perception or the way that you, the way that you incorporate fun into your life? Uh, definitely when you have a kid, you as a parent can now do all 
the kid things again and it's okay. Like before, if you don't have a kid and you go to like the kids area at a beach and you start digging a hole because you want to play with kids, people look at you strange. But as soon as like I can do that now. And they call the cops. Exactly. But like now, you know, Andy's often not with me when I'm digging that hole. But other kids will come and then Andy's like, hey, why are all those kids having fun with my dad? And then she'll come over and then the parents are like, ah, okay, yeah, he's a dad. Um, so I don't know, like as a, as a parent, it's, it makes it easier um, socially to kind of have more fun. But there are some things that kids enjoy doing that are so boring. Um, and you, you do it because you enjoy kind of being around your kid. But there are other things that, you know, that are boring. And even though you're spending time with them, it's just kind of what you do. Um, and traveling and things like that, I don't know whether that has changed my fun levels. I think they've always been quite good. Experiencing traveling, obviously that has been a big increase. But for me, if you ask me like, am I more fun now than I was, you know, three years ago? I think that I'm the same amount of fun except obviously I don't have a lot of the stress that I used to have in that particular job before we went away. So obviously those dynamics change. I'm not bringing any of that home. Um, so I guess that, that, that would be one of the big changes. Are there, are there any particular like signs that you have noticed or that you look for that kind of tip you off of I'm not having enough fun or I'm not having consistent enough fun within my life and also do you notice particular changes physical mental emotional spiritual whatever it is when you're I guess practicing having more fun throughout your life versus those times when maybe you were more stressed out more serious Mm. that's a really good question um I can definitely tell the times that I'm not having fun And that really comes down to when reality isn't like I thought it would be in my head. And that, that that's often when maybe I'm getting Andy ready in the morning for school and I'm telling her for like the 20th time to have her her, eat her breakfast because we're on, we're on a time, a, a, a time restraint getting her to school like school starts at a particular time and so then that's painful it's like man i just wanted to have these great conversations with you but all i'm doing is telling you to eat your breakfast and and that can become really frustrating for me and and that's when i need to either walk away take a deep breath that's when i kind of just smile through it and hopefully that kind of brings me out of it but if i don't do that and i kind of get really frustrated i and my worst critic and I hate myself for like you know 30 minutes after that because you know I might have acted in a way or I might have raised my voice or something like that and that that sucks so it's not like I'm bouncing off cloud nine all the time but as you said like in my emails like I often will finish emails with you know have fun Mike so it's just bringing in those little elements um into kind of my everyday life of fun and like writing those three letters after every email, then, you know, one, it makes me have fun. And hopefully the other person, when they read that is like, well, you know, that's a different way of ending an email, but okay, cool. Maybe I should go have fun. Um, yeah. So yeah. 
I think that's. Oh, that, yeah. I, I I love that you do it. I mean, you know the the sarcastic, uh, cynical part of me. I remember the first handful of times where I saw, I was like, yeah, have fun. Okay, I'm going gonna go have fun, Mike. Great, have some more fun. But yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it's not. It's who you are. And that's the beautiful part is that it just radiates from you for the the people that know you. And hopefully that comes through on the podcast. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you for other people to hear. So, uh, you know, what other little things do you do you think people can do that are trying to incorporate more fun within their life? Because I'll tell you from my just my own personal experience. Within the last probably couple of months, uh, Laura and I noticed that, man, we were feeling like we're not having very much fun. And so I decided, you know what, just like how people do a, a gratitude journal or something like that as far as a challenge, I decided we're going to do something fun every single day. And so maybe it's we play a quick game of something. Maybe we watch a funny movie. Uh, maybe it's, uh, you know. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't have to be anything big, but it was just every day trying to think of something that would take us at least a little bit out of our routine and I guess spice up the day a little bit. Yeah. It's like going back to some of the first things that you were saying um, about my email and you were like a little bit skeptical at the beginning. Like that's kind of what I was saying when sometimes when people meet me, they're like, you know, what is this guy about? But after a while when they're like, okay, that is that is just him. Um, and I think it's great that you were actually doing, like deliberately doing something fun every day. And I was just having a coffee with a friend of mine and we were talking about how actions change attitudes faster than attitudes change actions. So you can't just go around and say, I want to be fun today. You actually have to start doing things that are fun. And then after a while, by doing those actions, your attitude about fun changes. Because like when you say that you're not a fun guy, Jeff, like I've had the privilege of hanging out with you uh, a couple of times when we're over in the States. And obviously you and I have had countless Skype conversations. And I think you're a fun guy. Like you took me, you know, in a stormwater drain the first time I saw you. Like that's a pretty kind of fun thing to do. Um, so maybe it's just that your attitude to yourself is what the what the problem is that you know from the from the outside you in my eyes you were a kind of a fun guy but for me like what are those things to actually do to be fun i think it's just deliberately looking for those things that are fun like i do boring things all the time but when i'm doing those boring things i just try to try to have fun doing them like let's say cleaning the house. Like I will often listen to podcasts while I'm cleaning the house. I hate cleaning the house, but I love listening to podcasts. That's a fun thing to do. So like, how do we bring elements of fun into the boring things? Like I don't really have a, a blueprint or, or a rule book for that, but it's really about just trying to find them and also just laughing more. I think a good laugh is so great. Like I do this thing. I remember going to like a leadership camp, like for peer support, which is something we do here in Australia where like the kids in year 10 look after the kids in year seven coming into high school. And we went on this peer support camp and like everyone in our school uh, in year 10, they, they lay down and one person would lay on someone's tummy. The next person would lay on another person's tummy and another person's tummy. And the first person starts laughing and obviously their tummy moves. 
and then that moves the other person's head and that moves that they start laughing about it. So it's kind of like passing this laugh down. And Andy, I was teaching Andy that the other day and her and I do that. And it's so silly, but it makes it so much fun. And like, I see her doing that with like her cousins and stuff. Um, and it's just a fun, silly thing to do. So we talk about like fun here, maybe, and you, we spoke about seriousness as well. Maybe we just need to be less serious. Maybe we need to kind of be more fun and be a little bit more silly. And it reminds me of, have you seen that um, YouTube thing that was going around where that guy uh, was on a BBC uh, Mike, and, you're reading my mind as we speak. Yeah, yeah I was going to bring it up, that. but you didn't. Yeah, and so this little kid is just coming in there being fun, and I've been like reading some of the <laughs> stuff that's 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 going up, going on from that, and it was all about you know here is this guy like why do we have to be in suits and ties to have a serious conversation? Like maybe we need to not be as serious and be more like that that little girl, and I'm all for that. Like how do we be? less serious and be more silly and be more fun because fun is what we all enjoy. Like no one goes to a funny movie and comes out depressed. It just doesn't happen. You can't, you can't feel bad and laugh at the same time. I agree. I agree. Oh man, I got to go watch that video after this again. I, I watched it last night. I was just laughing so hard. It's just, wonderful I'll, I'll, and i'll make sure that it's uh, in the show notes as well well those are pretty much all the questions that i had for you about uh about fun so do you have any closing thoughts or anything that we didn't touch upon on this topic or anything like that otherwise i suppose i will end this episode with the same question that you end it with and that is what is your perfect day so unless you got Something else to add. What's your perfect day? Ah, what is my perfect day? Well, it's definitely, for me, it's waking up quite early. And I usually wake up at about 10 to 5. Um, and I, I do that. I used to be a night guy, but a morning guy, I just feel that's when I can, that first kind of hour and a half is when I can do some uh, some quick exercises. I, I do 100 sit-ups and 100 push-ups most mornings. And, and I can kind of do my own thing. I can write some stuff for live immediately or I can really read something that I, I wanted to get done. And then I cook Inga and Andy breakfast or make breakfast. I usually do a green juice and stuff like that every morning. And I take Andy to school and then I would be working on, uh, some live immediately stuff, or I'd be like helping people or some kind of involvement with kids. It's, you know, that's a big thing for me, um, being around kids and stuff like that. And then in, if it was a great day, hopefully in the afternoon, Inga and I could find some time to just kind of go to the beach by ourselves and, and then pick up Andy um, from school or maybe even take her down after school. And night times for me are really about just having some great food. Hopefully some friends could come over for dinner and uh, and then, you know, have a couple of beers or some wines and then get to bed. Like for me, that's that's a pretty perfect day and and the reason that i ask this question to everybody at the end of every podcast is often our perfect days are actually quite simple like no one has ever told me that they want to go sailing around the world or they want to fly to the moon or they want to do these big crazy things usually they're really super simple and i and i ask this because hopefully people when they're listening or or people when they're telling me about their perfect day actually stop and think and go hey, that perfection, I can kind of get that most days or I can at least touch it. And that's something that I try to do 
I don't think I've ever had a 100% perfect day. Something always comes up and, you know, the live immediately stuff probably isn't where, you know, I want it to be in the future and things like that. But at least every day I can I can touch it and I can usually touch it first thing in the morning because that's where I have the control. So every day I kind of start with a little bit of perfection, but that's kind of my perfect day, mate. That sounds like a great day. Do you know any jokes? Ah, oh, dude, do I know any jokes? Not really. Because I don't. I thought maybe we could end on a joke, but otherwise, <laughs> maybe maybe we just end awkwardly like this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I I don't. Yeah, and it, that's the thing. I I love just kind of being around people and kind of spinning off people and and kind of joking around there or or just having fun that way. As much as I do love seeing stand up comics um, and things like that, I love Ricky Gervais. Um, and, and stuff like that. Um, I don't think I'm really deliberately funny in that sense, but, um, yeah, so I've got, I don't have any jokes off the top of my head, man. Me neither. So I guess with that said for Mike Campbell, I'm Jeff Sanquist and until next time, have fun and live immediately. Thanks buddy. That was another episode of the Live Immediately podcast with Mike Campbell. Thanks so much for listening. The original Live Immediately theme music is by the multi-talented Timothy McPhee. You can check out his music at firekites.bandcamp.com. If you enjoyed the show, had some fun, and maybe even learned something, then make sure you subscribe via iTunes. And while you're there, why not leave a rating and a review? You know it's going to make my day. Thanks for stopping by and giving me some of your time today. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, have fun and live immediately.